This is the Truth Hurts Program. It's Friday. Hooray, it's Friday. Today is Friday. Get a clue, Steve. Shut the f*** up, Steve! I hate your voice. I hate you. I just want to do my work. Shut up! Oh my god, I don't care! We'll knock off now and take the next two days off, how's that? Because it's Friday. Friday. Yes, indeed, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, men and women, because there are nothing more than two genders out there. It is the Friday, February 3rd edition of the Truth Hurts program with Steve Z. I have a treat for you all today. Well, it may be more of a trick than a treat, and it's not even Halloween. But today I am going to bring you your vice president, Camel Toe Harris, and the latest word salad and stupidity coming out of her mouth. You're really going to enjoy this, I sincerely hope, and if you don't, I sincerely apologize. But here it is, the latest word salad from the woman who is only one heartbeat away from the presidency. And this woman thinks she deserves the presidency. She actually thinks she deserves it as much as Hillary Rotten Clinton thinks she deserves it. So without further ado, I have a few different clips of Camel Toe Harris in her latest word salad episodes her pandering, and you'll really appreciate the first one. She sounds like a five-year-old child speaking to her kindergarten class. Take a listen. Bob and Doug returned to the Kennedy Space Center. They suited up. They waved to their families. And they rode an elevator up nearly 20 stories. And then they launched. Yeah, they did. <laughs> it truly sounded like a kindergarten or first grade child describing what they saw the day their daddy or their mommy went to their office. They went to their office and there they got into an elevator and then they went up the elevator nearly 20 stories and then and then they went to lunch that's what it sounded like this is your vice president of the united states she is one heartbeat away from the presidency it is embarrassing it is humiliating and it proves that this woman who claims to have college education reads 
and speaks not at a high school level, not at a junior high school level, not at an elementary school level, but at a kindergarten or preschool level. Utterly embarrassing. But that's not all. She caters to, panders to, kneels down before, and bows at the feet of espoused racists around the country. And like most in the Democratic political party, she looks for opportunities. Her and her staff look for opportunities to use and play the race card. Yes, Camelto Harris who has not been seen much doing very much of her official vice presidential duties, found time to go to the funeral of Tyree Nichols, the little black man what got killed by five black police officers. She can't just talk to the family and express condolences for a black kid she never met and would have never met and could give two shits about had he not been killed. But boy, the Reverend Al Sharptongue was there, and she had to start off her little speech at his funeral by kissing Al's ass. Take a listen. Reverend Sharpton, I want to thank you for all you do for so many. There are so many families here who have been personally touched by your leadership and your strength. A whole bunch of families, young women, got touched by Reverend Al as well some against their will and desire. But Camelto Harris is standing at the podium at Tyree Nicofumra, and she's looking around for her cue cards desperately, just like her daddy, Joe Biden. And there's Reverend Al standing behind her with his wrinkled face and his gray hair, sitting there lapping up the praise. In your fellowship, uh, Reverend Dr. Lawrence Turner, thank you for welcoming us. Keisha Lance Bonham, Mitch Landry. Um, we are here on behalf of the people of our country and our President Joe Biden. She mentioned Mitch Landrew, the token white black guy. Mitch Landrew, former mayor of New Orleans, who kisses the black community's ass at every possible turn. Um, and we are here reading from a to celebrate the life of Tyree Nichols. Reading from her cue cards. Mrs. Wells, Mr. Wells, you have been extraordinary in terms of your strength, your courage, and your grace. Especially since five of your brothers, five black men, beat your baby boy your little black child with a different last name than yourn. Beat his ass and put his ass in a hospital where he died three days later. Your son was a victim of black on black crime, but we's not going to talk about that. We's not going to talk about the real problem in America. We going to try and blame it on police systemic racism. Even though it was black men's what killed your baby. I may be the and we mourn with you. And the people of our country mourn with you. And I just have, just, just, I'm going to be very brief. Let's hope so. Mothers around the world, when their babies are born, pray to God when they hold that child that that body and that life will be safe. 
but yet I am the vice president that want to make sure that other mothers don't never have their babies and can't never hold their babies because I'm a 100% for aborting babies. I want to make sure that babies can be aborted on demand. If a lady don't be want to get pregnant, she can go and murder her baby the day that baby be born. And if that baby be born and it start breathing and crying, the doctor could still kill that baby. That's what I'm all about. But for today, for today, I'm going to stand in this here black church with all these black people and one white token Mitch Landrew. And I'm going to tell you how precious a baby life is. But don't ask me nothing about abortion today. Because we're going to talk about that at the abortion rally. For the rest of his life. Yet we have a mother and a father who mourn the life of a young man who should be here today. But he can't be here today because five black men beat and killed him. Five black men killed him, murdered him, and they happen to be police. And we of the Democratic Party wants to do away with the police, but we will never mention black on black crime because that is a stain on our legacy. They have a grandson who now does not have a father. Like most of the black men and black girls in this nation who don't even know who their father is, this just another one gonna be raised by his mama, maybe his grandmama. His brothers and sister will lose the love of growing old with their baby brother. And when we look at this situation, this is a family that lost their son and their brother. Let me stop. You hear the echo and the whining in the background. She doesn't know how to hold a microphone without causing feedback. Now, here's a woman who's been in public life for years and years and years, and she cannot hold a microphone without feedback. Through an act of violence at the hands and the feet of five black men, five of our brothers, five African-Americans. Of people who had been charged with keeping them safe. But they black and I won't mention that. No sir, I won't mention the fact that they be black. And when I think about the courage and the strength of this family, I think it demands that we speak truth. And with this I will say, she wants to speak truths, but she won't mention the overwhelming majority of killing in this country is performed by black men. Where's that truth, Camel Toe Harris? Where is the truth? This violent act by five black men was not in pursuit of public safety. It was in pursuit of you be dating my ex-girlfriend so me and my thug brothers going to get out in the car, pull your ass over, and we going to beat your ass and tell you, you better leave that girl alone. I don't care if you don't have a baby with her or not. You're going to leave my ex-girlfriend alone. At least that's the speculation that's been going around that the one of the five officers had previously dated the girlfriend or baby mama of Tyree Nichols and that this was a senseless act of black-on-black -black revenge crime under the color of law. It was not 
in the interest of keeping the public safe because one must ask was not it in the interest of keeping the public safe that Tyree Nichols would be with us here today? Word salad. Was he not also entitled to the right to be safe? From black men killing so him. So when we talk about public safety, let us understand yeah. what yeah. it means. Yeah, yeah. amen. Yeah. Yeah. In its yeah. truest form. Yeah, yeah. Tyree Nichols should have been safe. That's right. That's right, baby. That's right. So I'll just close by saying this. I am not really black. I pretends to be black. I pretends to act like I give a damn. But this here is just another political opportunity for me to come before a camera and a microphone and let everybody think that I have intelligence in my voice. They're going to forget about my nasally whining, my cackling <laughs> laugh. they just going to know when it come time to vote, old Camelto Harris came to the church on this sad occasion and did not one time mention the fact that five black men, regardless of whether they was the police or not, five black men kicked and beat another black man to death. But I'm going to look good politically because I'm the Camelto Harris. I was, as a senator, as a United States senator, a co-author of the original George Floyd Justice and Policing Act. Okay, who cares? And as vice president of the United States, we demand that Congress pass the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act. Joe Biden will sign it. Because I beat untold him to... And he will do what I say because I takes my orders from George Soros and Barack Hussein Obama. And if I tell Joe Biden, he going to do it. He called me President Harris four times already anyway, maybe five. If I tell Joe Biden, he going to sign it. Y'all can put money on it. He going to sign it. But you know them Republicans in the House, they ain't going to pass the George Floyd, I'm a real criminal, but I done been accused of dying by the hands of the police act. They won't admit that. They won't admit that George Floyd died of a drug overdose and a heart condition, that it had absolutely nothing to do with Derek Chauvin's knee on his back, that he was indeed breathing for those nine minutes. Oh, he was gasping for air because of his heart condition, his health condition, and his overdose. But we gonna name a law after a criminal, thug, counterfeiting, drug-using, drug-dealing individual named George Floyd, the criminal. And I'm gonna use this here funeral as an opportunity to be a politician and campaign further. To hell with this family and their real mourning and their real grief. It's just another black man beat undied at the hands of five other black men, but it's a political opportunity for me. And we should not delay, and we will not be denied. It is non-negotiable. I got news for you. And with that, I'll just, Pastor, if you don't mind, I, it, one of my favorite verses in Scripture is... Let me read this from the cue card, because it's one of my favorite verses in Scripture. I ain't been to church in a whole bunch of years. I'm not black. I'm not Southern Baptist. I am a half-breed individual from an island and from Asia. But I'm going to read something I was told to read here so I can try and endear myself to the Blafrican community 
Here we go. Luke chapter 1. Luke chapter 1. Verse 79. Verse 79. Reading it from the cue card. Which tells us God will help us. Yeah. yeah. Amen. To shine a light upon Amen. those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death. Amen. To guide our feet in the way of peace. Let our memory of Tyree shine a light on the path toward peace and justice. Amen. Amen. Can I get a hallelujah for the vice president? Oh, God, folks, this Friday's kicking off to be fun here on the Truth Hurts program. Now, remember, this was Camel Toe Harris at the funeral of Tyree Nichols, the black guy who was murdered by five black men who happened to be cops. Had he just been another black kid shot down in the street by another black guy that wasn't a cop? She would not have gone to that funeral. She would not have sat there and lied to the parents and told people about, oh, what a precious life a mother holds in her hands when a brand new baby is born. Because just a week before, Kamala Harris appeared at a national pro-baby murder, pro-abortion, what they call pro-choice rally. And here's what she had to say then. We will continue to stand together in the fight to protect the freedom and liberty of all people, of all women everywhere. The freedom to murder their children in the womb, the freedom to mutilate their bodies and destroy precious human life because I don't give a damn about babies unless they're of voting age and are prepared to vote Democrat. <laughs> I'm going to do the uh, five-year-old speech just one more time because it's so funny to watch her. She's so enthusiastic reading this teleprompter like a five-year-old. It's like she took a cue from her boss, Joe Biden. Which brings me to May 30th, 2020. Bob and Doug returned to the Kennedy Space Center. They suited up. They waved to their families. And they rode an elevator up nearly 20 stories. They strapped in to their seats and waited as the tanks beneath them filled with tens of thousands of gallons of fuel. And then they launched. Yeah, they did. <laughs> like a five-year-old, so excited. She's making the little hand gestures of them strapping in and suiting up like she's zipping up her stupid jacket and then she's putting on a parachute. So childish, so childlike. It's like she's a five-year-old child speaking to some other five-year-old children trying to explain what her daddy does for a living. Oh my gosh. This is your vice president, everyone. Welcome to Friday, by the way. We'll be right back. But Camel Toe Harris's fascination with space didn't end with this. Before this recent speech honoring Bob and Doug, not the two guys from Saturday Night Live, the McKenzie brothers, Bob and Doug McKenzie, oh yeah, you know, okay, hoser, okay, hosehead. I think that was Saturday Night Live, or maybe that was SCTV, I forget which. But she talked about Bob and Doug coming into the Kennedy Space Center. And then they went up an elevator. All of this garbage is not the first time 
that Kamala Harris did the cackling Kamala, oh, I'm so enthused and enthralled about space speech. Take a listen to this piece from nine months ago. Space is exciting. It spurs our imaginations and it forces us to ask big questions. Again, like a five-year-old talking to other five-year-olds. She's standing at a podium in this piece with a bunch of military folks in fatigues standing behind her with their blank stares because they were told, please don't roll your eyes. This is Camel Toe Harris and she's not that bright. Please don't roll your eyes and don't be embarrassing and don't be embarrassed for her. She is as airheadedly vapid as AOC. But this woman is one heartbeat away from the presidency. If Joe Biden croaks today, this woman will be the new president of the United States of America. God help us all. Space, it affects us all. <laughs> Space, it affects us all. And it connects us all. Now, as I told you on the Truth Hurts program yesterday, much of the content that I utilize on my program, The Truth Hurts with Steve Z, is not taken from Fox News, as some of you say, oh, you just kiss Fox News' ass. I very rarely watch Fox News unless I need some affirming piece that only they have the audacity, the gall, the unmitigated nerve to show because the other media outlets in the United States are scared to death to say anything negative about Biden or Harris. So I picked up this piece off of Sky News out of Australia, the national news service of the entire continent, country of Australia. These reporters were in stitches listening to that speech. So in a second, I'm going to play the end of that speech where they stopped it, where they cut it off, and this man and this woman, these Australian news anchors on the national news just broke up laughing about the vapidness, the airheadedness of Kamala Harris. And it's not the first and only time that these Sky News anchors make fun of the vice president or President Joe Biden. They do it on a regular basis because the U.S. of A. is an embarrassment on the world stage. And a neutral country like Australia is having a field day with Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Take a listen, and I'm going to let this play through. It's about two more minutes, but I think you will enjoy the banter. Us all. <laughs> it Patronizing, cringeworthy speech this week at the Vandenberg Space Force Base. Now let's go back to when Donald Trump addressed the US Space Force. Space is the world's newest warfighting domain. Amid grave threats to our national security, American superiority in space is absolutely vital. Bit of a difference there. Now Kamala has a track record of talking about the wonders of space. I just love the idea of exploring the unknown. And then there's other things that we just haven't figured out or discovered yet. To think about so much that's out there that we still have to learn. I 
I love that. I love that. You guys are going to see. You're going to literally see the craters on the moon with your own eyes. Oh, my goodness. With your own eyes. I'm telling you. That was the totally authentic Kamala and a bunch of bewildered child actors late last year. (laughs) And gosh, weren't those kids in for a treat when Kamala started talking about her love of craters? No, really. Came up with the idea that if you build something that looks like that, you can see the sun and you can see the moon, right? Well, wait till you guys see the moon. I'm telling you, I just, I don't know what it is about those craters. Maybe it's the craters in your head, Camel Toe Harris. Thanks to Sky News and their reporting on Kamala Harris's ridiculous speech and word salad. That made my day. This is the Truth Hurts program. Bob and Doug together have written the first page of a new chapter in the history of American space flight. It is my great honor to award you both the Congressional Space Medal of Honor. Why would you be the vice president and awarding two astronauts the Congressional Space Medal of Honor? Why wouldn't that come from, you know, Congress, where Congressional comes from? Now, I don't want to diminish the accomplishments of Bob Behnken and Doug Hurley, those two astronauts who received that honor. That is a hell of a thing to be able to go to space, to go right outside of the Earth's atmosphere and make giant circles around the planet. That's great. But to have Kamala Harris pin the Congressional Space Medal of Freedom on you, it's almost like winning the Super Bowl and having the janitor from the stadium come out and hand you the trophy. And on today's bashing of Camel Toe Harris edition of the Truth Hurts program, I'm going to wrap it up with Camel Toe Harris's deliberate speech omission when she quoted from the Declaration of Independence and left out the right to life when she was mentioning the part of that document, that sacred document that says the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. She deliberately, intentionally, willfully, and purposefully omitted the right to life because, you know, she was speaking to baby murderers, pro-abortionists. A promise we made in the Declaration of Independence that we are each endowed with the right to liberty and the pursuit of happiness. She also forgot that we were endowed by our creator, you know, God, the supreme being. She forgot or deliberately omitted, endowed by our creator, and then life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That is your vice president. She's supposed to represent the whole of the nation, but she panders to and caters to a very small minority of atheists in that speech, and to a bunch of people who condone the senseless, brutal murder of human children in the womb. But at Tyree Nichols' funeral, the pandering, race-baiting Kamala Harris, as I played earlier, and I'll play again, had this to say. And it's funny. She mentioned God, she mentioned prayer, and she mentioned the right to life. 
Mothers around the world, when their babies are born, pray to God when they hold that child that that body and that life will be safe for the rest of his life. Yet we have a mother and a father who mourn the life of a young man who should be here today. And there you have it, my friends, the two-faced, lying, pandering, race-baiting, pro-abortion Vice President of the United States of America, Kamala, not Kamala, Cameltoe Harris. And this woman, as I've said multiple times on this edition of the Truth Hurts program, is but a heartbeat away from the presidency. Please pray to God Joe Biden doesn't die because this is what we'll be stuck with for the next two years. Biden's a buffoon, but this woman is unhinged. That's all the time I have for this edition of the Truth Hurts program. Go out there and make it a great day. And take solace in knowing that you could not possibly be as stupid, vapid, airheaded, and ignorant as this individual, Cameltoe Harris. Bye-bye for now. Copyright 2023, the Truth Hurts Program Network, all rights reserved. Thank you for listening to the Truth Hurts Program with Steve Z. Opinions expressed are protected free speech under the First Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. I apologize if you were offended, but I retract nothing. Background music by Jason Shaw and Audionautics. This program was pre-recorded. Thank you.